Did you see Avengers? Infinity War? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Avengers. That? Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it uh, the day it came out. I wasn't sure I was going to go see it because I was uh, away on business. And so I wasn't with Emily. Away on business. Well, I was away from my wife, and I knew she was going to give me crap about seeing it without her. But I couldn't help myself. I knew that I was going to come home, and I was not going to be able to escape the week. I know I wasn't going to be able to watch it with her this week, the weekend it came out. And I also knew I was not going to be able to avoid spoilers for it, regardless of how hard I tried. So I saw it because I didn't want it to be spoiled. And thank God. I went on Monday. I did. Yeah. So the whole weekend I avoided okay. spoilers. Okay. So I went into it completely blind. Oh, by the way, we're Nerds of the Square Circle. Yeah. I'm Star Chris. And this is Sam Chris. We're going to talk Chris. about Avengers for so, a little so bit. So I was at a. No spoilers, no. No spoilers. I was at a crawfish boil, and Danny Flamingo was talking about. Someone was saying, he asked, he was he wanted to talk about it. Nathan Bradley said that he hadn't seen it yet, so he started, so he just was like, oh, well, now we can't talk. He's like, no, I don't care. So he started giving fake spoilers, saying that how crazy was it when Skeletor showed up. Did you see um, Champa? Crap like that. Champa gave away the ending on Twitter. I heard that he gave away the ending on Twitter. Well, I mean, didn't he just say something like Thanos? I don't even, what did he, what did he say that, like, he didn't I, say, like, like, he didn't, like, list people who died or anything No, no, like no, that. no, I didn't go look at it, I don't know. Uh, anyway, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, go give us a five-star review on iTunes. On everything. And welcome to the show, we're gonna try to talk about wrestling. Literally, the only thing I've been thinking about is, uh, Avengers, since I saw the movie. Did it make you sad? Did you, would you, it akin, did a lot to me. Would you akin it to the Toy Story 3 thing, in that... There's only one point in the movie where I kind of teared up a lot. And I'll beep it, but whenever, uh, dice. Yeah, amongst many others. Yeah. I mean, that's not a spoiler. Or I guess it, it, I guess it is. Well, okay. when you build up a movie for tw- with that many characters, you call it a war in the title. It's 20 movies. How many? 19 movies in. See, you got to assume for you, some it's people only are going to die. Movies. For me, it's 30 years of me reading well, no, the comic books. I know that too, but I mean, all the more reason why you should know for sure that some people oh. are going to die. So it's not a spoiler to say that people die. Yeah. But yeah, that, the way he... The way he... The way he did yeah, die. Yeah. It was the only one that really kind of felt. There were a few twists. Yeah, but like in the sense that, not in the, the pulling at the heartstrings, I mean, it had that too, but just also in the, not what you think is going to happen is going to happen. Especially in the sense that you knew that there were going to be two movies. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know how to talk about this I don't know. We, we, we can't talk about it. it. Yeah. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about wrestling. The All In Show got announced. The All In Show did get announced. Well, I mean, the sh- all they announced that their tickets are going tickets on sale. Tickets are going to sell on uh, the 13th of this month mm-hmm. uh, for September 1st. Uh, when did they announce year? that Okada was going to be on the show? Uh, a while back. Okay. A while back. Because now I want to go because Okada's going to be Yeah, there. I've never seen Okada live, so yeah. I would love to see Okada live. We're, I think we're going. I guess we're going. Yeah, we made, kind of made a decision today. We're we're gonna go to all in. Yeah, we're all in with all in. Um, I don't. I mean, unless Flip gets booked, then I don't want to. Flip's go. definitely gonna get booked. I don't know why. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're gonna go ahead and try to make the trip to uh, Chicago to go see the show. If if CM Punk's not there, I'm gonna be very disappointed. I think there's like a fifty-fifty shot he's there. I think really. There's, I mean, I think there's more. I think there might be more. higher. It yeah. should be higher, but we'll see. I don't really. I don't even care about Punk now. So mm. it's not a selling point for me. How do you not? I mean, he's my favorite I wrestler. I never saw any punk. Stuff. You missed the whole. I missed the era. whole entire punk era. 
2006 to 2013. Completely yeah, gone. Yeah, you just weren't even there. Uh, yeah. Doesn't exist to me. Okay. Obviously, now I've seen a lot of his stuff, but mm-hmm. like even then, I don't. I, I never got to experience. It's just like this is the first time I'm experiencing Daniel Bryan. The only reason wrestling is the way it is in WWE now is because of CM Punk. Sucks. Mostly because I think WWE sucks now because of CM Punk. No, they don't suck. They're they're the opposite of suck. I mean, arguably WWE sucks all the time regardless of whether or not you want to or not i'm just saying the way that they bring people in i don't has changed he really did his leaving really i think made them look at things in a different way i arguably think that triple h is only doing all this despite trip to spite cm punk is how it kind of feels that way to me yeah hmm. uh we also had the uh greatest Royal rumble <sighs> yeah, actually before we get all on that congratulations again too we went to your wedding ceremony oh yeah yeah we haven't Friday. talked about that since that thank yeah. you yeah that was congratulations. fun i appreciate and baby it. shower and the baby shower yeah, yeah. so much too many people were there it was fun though it was really nice congratulations i appreciate it thank no you no problem thank you for being there thank no you problem. kids uh your little girl stole the show for five minutes while she just bawled her eyes out the whole time she's she's a very cute crier i gotta i gotta get tell you which one uh, Nova. Probably. Someone hit someone in the face with their cell phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't even register in my head anymore. So. She does it so often. Um, so anyway, uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble. I, I don't like think about it. The fact that it's called the Greatest Royal Rumble bothers me. That's a weird thing to I, be bothered by. I but. don't... Well, it's like... I know WWE is known for their superlatives. It just seems like... We had such a great Royal Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. It was arguably one of my favorite Royal Rumbles of all t- of all time. It's up it was there. the one that Nakamura won. I mean, as a Rumble match. Yeah. I do not think that this match compares to that match at all. I know a lot of people liked it because it was di- it was different in the sense that it didn't have the build to WrestleMania, where thus it felt like anybody could win mm. more than when you're building a Royal Rumble up to WrestleMania. You know the winner's going to face someone at the show, so you know that someone like in the revival or something like that isn't going to win but if it's not like this one was it could be anybody arguably it it could be an obvious person or it could be the obvious person that neither one of us picked for our picks for some strange reason but it was the same reason i knew that the obvious winner was braun Mm. but that's why i didn't pick him because i felt him winning his first rumble as a rumble that i feel doesn't matter because it doesn't build to anything it does matter is a waste of him winning a royal rumble not necessarily he can still win again. Raw happened, and it's as if it didn't happen. They had the statue out there. I mean, the, oh, the, they had the, the statue, trophy, the trophy okay. out there. It's like what Matt Hardy mean? won the the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They never carried that thing out there. They ever. carried it out there the first oh, did time. They? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. And I guarantee you, next week that trophy won't be out there. Not at all. It's way and too big to that's carry. That's what I'm saying. Is, so it doesn't matter. It goes to the compound. He's not what even going to use that do? belt. That beautiful green belt. He's never going to wear that beautiful green belt. Yeah, I like the belt. And then also, so. They do Royal Rumbles on house shows all the time. Yep. This felt like one of those. It just had more people in it, and but it was televised, so it counts. So now the official Royal Rumble, like eliminations record, is set by Braun Strowman with thirteen. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's lasted longer than anybody, which I feel is also skewed because it was also a longer. If you have fifty men in it, obviously he's going to be in it longer than a thirty-man mm-hmm. match. I don't know. There's something about the show. No titles changed hands. Uh, it, the 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 Cena Triple H matches kind of felt like it was the whole show just kind of felt like yeah so let's go to that right there the Cena and Triple H match that was that was that might have been one of the worst matches I've ever seen I don't know if I'd say it's worst I mean in terms of what it could have been yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying is that everyone kind of I don't want to say everybody phoned it in 
I don't think Brock and Roman uh, phoned it no. in, but it didn't matter. Yeah. I don't like their stupid super, their signature move only matches that they keep having. But then it's also like that match ends and it just feels like you could have completely taken that match out of the narrative and just kept the same rest. Like nothing has changed after this show. Um, AJ Styles balls are smaller. I mean, yeah, but they were getting hit every week anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I don't, I don't understand you saying that it doesn't really matter. I'm saying if this, if you never saw this show and you kept watching WWE programming, Brian, you uh, would Matt run the belts. Okay, there's that. They won so, some vacant belts. That, yeah, that they were going to win anyway because the other team was on SmackDown. Wow, you were really negative about this. I'm show. just saying that was, you. Well, that I, was well I tried good. to tell you there was going to be a house show, and you were like, "No, they got to make this a big deal, and they're going to do all these big things." And then nothing never, big happened on the literally show. Literally, no words that never came out of my mouth. Those words did come out of. Your we mouth. can listen to last week's podcast. Do you want to? Do you want to pull up the audio from last week's podcast? No, go listen to last week's podcast and then clip when I said that, and then okay. send it to me because I'm not going back to do it. If somebody does that to you, you owe me a drink a, for sure. No okay. problem. But so yeah, I just I felt it was a long show to be over long, and feel like. Like I, I I just there's a pay per view this week. this weekend and it feels like it didn't ma- doesn't doesn't even have any as build to it because half the build was to this previous show which didn't feel like it really mattered. I'm gonna tell you what I told you last week and I've told some other people twenty million dollars. <laughs> oh no, I know, I get why I mean, it was a money grab, but it just that's all it was, and that's fine. It just that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that it I you know it it just was. A bad show. I don't think it was There's a bad show. There's like, there are 20 Spider-Man cartoons. I don't have to like all of them to say that I like Spider-Man. Some of them are bad and unnecessary. They don't need to keep making them all the time. Wow. Well, this was another show where there, I just... There's one of your off-the-wall analogies that don't yeah. really have anything to do with anything. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, I thought it was, a, it was a fine show. I liked it. It was just like another, another pay-per-view to me. I like rumbles no matter what. So even bad rumbles are good rumbles to me. Now, so to this be is fair... Fun. It was a fun show. I also got spoiled by the show. I saw the Ron won it before I oh, watched it. Oh, did you? Oh, that sucks then. But I also, when I was a kid, I never was able to watch the pay-per-views live. I only started watching them. I only started getting being able to subscribe and pay for them when I became an adult. My parents didn't buy them for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'd always like rent the tape or they'd buy me on like for my birthday or whatever a copy of the shows later. So I'd always end up watching the shows, but I always, always knew what all the results were. Before I ever watched the shows. And that includes the Royal Rumble. And the Royal Rumble was always my favorite show. Even though the majority of the Rumbles I'd ever watched in my life, I always knew who won before I ever watched it. And it never took away from the match. And this show, I just, I don't know what it was. I felt like there wasn't really a lot of, there wasn't really any story in it. Until the very end, I did like the stuff with Kevin Owens, with Shane and Daniel. Mm -hmm. And then when Chris Jericho Jericho came out. So that there were little glimmers of it, but it was such a long match to not have really any... Story did you, in did it. you like um, Ray Mysterio Jr.'s tidy whities on the outside outfit? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do like his, I like that look that he has more now than what he had been wearing before he left WWE a few years ago with the bag of your pants. Oh, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, in much better shape. Yeah. So even he's when he wears. He's in much better shape and he's covering most of his body up, which is weird. Well, he, you know, he's worn outfits where he covered up completely. Yeah, even yeah. Uh, the, his famous Halloween Havoc match, he's completely yeah. covered to look like a. Uh, the Phantom, hashtag Billy Zane. No, but, but the, I... so see, like, it's like the whole, like, we're at, like, number 37, or whoever was in the, like, have more than halfway through, and I just felt like, okay, here's just another, there weren't really any surprises, Elias came out, and I didn't really care, it just felt like, just, I didn't, it, it didn't feel like, like it was that big be, of a deal. You're being a very negative Nancy about a pretty good show. 
I'm not being a negative Nancy. I'm a very I'm I'm just because I'm being negative does not make me a negative Nancy. I'm I sorry said, that if it's upsetting you. I said negative you, Nancy about the show. I didn't say you are a negative Nancy. I'm saying I know, but I can say that the show is not good, and that just because you thought it was okay does not mean that I can't think that it wasn't good. It most definitely does mean that. My opinion is the one that matters. Oh, okay. I you're see the, you're the co-host. I'm the co-host. Yeah, you agree. With you're me. the host. I'm the co-host. <laughs> We're both co-hosts yeah. technically. Um, no, but I, I thought I really did. I really did think it was an okay show. It wasn't. It, it was. It was fine. Well, I mean, I think that that might be also part of it is that I think a show that has a ladder match, a cage match, should have been seven better. championship matches, yeah. Triple H versus John Cena, a casket match, and a Royal Rumble match. Should not be described as okay. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, I mean, you described like a WrestleMania in the other year. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds like the craziest show you've ever seen, and you and it's over. And the biggest talking point of the whole show is that Titus O'Neil sl- fell and slipped under the ring. What does that say about the show? That out of all that thing I described, that's what the biggest thing about the show. That's was. really true. No, that's really true. And it looks like it's the only following point coming out of the show. He's getting a T-shirt and all. I mean, I mean. Again, the eaters of worlds are now tag champs, so there is that something Let's did happen the, at the it. The Titus O'Neil thing, it happened. I didn't find it as funny. I was like, that dude almost like got dude, seriously hurt. Well, I was talking to someone about it. Imagine if the because LCD usually the was LCD there. was there. That's yeah, the first thing I thought. If they or if the cape, ladders were there in this way, if he would have been an inch over to the right, he would have hit the bar that's holding up the ring. Yeah. And they usually, thank God, it was all cleared out that they took all the ladders away and things like that. Too. And luckily, there was a cage match that night. Yeah, yeah. I, the first thing I thought whenever I saw, it, I was like, "Oh crap, he could have been seriously, seriously." Yeah, hurt. I mean, he, he did. He did. He knows how to fall, and he prepared himself. So there was not much. I think you he could put do his hands that. up enough that I think he would have been okay. Yeah, but didn't he would have broke both of his arms going I mean, into I the say LCD? That, but he went all the way through, so he had a lot of momentum. Yeah, I th- I saw it. I thought it was instantly scary. I was like, man, yeah. that sucks. And that and will WWE, be... that's what he will go down in history for. That is his unfortunately. Name. I mean, it's Michael Cole immediately said it was the greatest moment in the history of the Royal Rumble. By the way, Michael Cole doesn't always bother me. Uh-huh. For some reason he just doesn't because most of the time I'm able to tune him off. Just tuning him out, yeah. The commentary for Michael Cole during this this event uh-huh. was I don't even, like I wanted to put it on mute. Yeah, like he usually he he really does not bother mm-hmm. me most of the time. Yeah, during this now during the Royal Rumble, I think they all loosened up and they were just having fun. Yes, and I'll, I'll that give him that fine. is that it, it was a looser show and and in that sense it was a fun show. So I I agree with you in that it was a fun little show because. Everyone was kind of just, which is what, again, the house shows, everyone kind of felt loose. They were just yeah, yeah, yeah. hanging out, kinds of things like that. But when, again, when the show is that long and they put that much build to it and it has such presence of being the kind of show that could very easily, with just minimal effort, go down as one of the greatest things they've ever done, which they put in the title, which again is what I'm saying is that like, if you, when you, anytime you write that, it's almost like they're going like, we don't have to make it great because it says it, cause in, the it, says it in the yeah, title, yeah. you know, like the same Michael uh, Primo was in it and he also botched. He like, is the first time I've seen him in who knows how long. And he went to go do like a springboard and slipped off the ropes. Yeah. And, I forgot he was even uh, a guy. They the mentioned company. that was only his second ever rumble. Which I don't know if that's true. I think he might have been in it as Los Matadores, and they mar- and they're not that counting that it. That doesn't count. But the other, <laughs> so how many times is because when they would Stardust would be in, they would say that he was in eight Royal Rumbles, even though Stardust was only in a couple. That's wrong, then. Okay, so K Quick, does the K Quick one not count, count for our truth? Okay, of course it doesn't. You just named another person completely. So Dude Love's only been in one Royal Rumble. Yes, 
but what are you mankind's been in two. What are you confused about? You're naming two. The different point people. is, is that the only other one that Epico, that Primo was in, was one of the worst Royal Rumbles ever as well. That's the one that Michael Cole and Booker T and oh, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, yeah. So when that came out, I, and Michael Cole was just put. The more he puts things over, the more I feel like, are you yelling because? Like, you were afraid people aren't paying attention to the match at home? Um, and then the other problem um, that came out of the show, they played that preview at the near the beginning of the show. It's that whole uh, dual-branded pay-per-view thing mm-hmm. that's coming up, and it has all the female wrestlers in it. I didn't realize they played that in their arena. See, when... Well, they did a few backs... They did a few intermissions where they did backstage interviews, and you could tell... Either A, they weren't showing those interviews to the audience, or the audience completely didn't care because they were not reacting to it at all. They, so didn't I, care. they didn't care about a lot of the matches either. But so, but because there was no sound reflecting in anything anyone was saying backstage, I assumed that, that meant that that was just for us, us. at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought could have easily just as well played to a lot of the commercials. Because so, I thought the same thing. They did that, and they did a WWE shop where they'd show Alexa Bliss and a few different people's yeah, yeah, yeah. t-shirts too. And I thought... This doesn't. If they're if they pulled Byron Saxton to to fill Renee Young's spot where they're not here at all, that can't be okay. But then oh, I thought I guess they're not showing it. But apparently, but that does. Is it that they showed it that, or is it even that it's even on the broadcast? Because I mean, you can't even. No, no, it's that that they showed it in the arena, and then they showed it on TV in Saudi Arabia, and they had to apologize. So the government the... had to come out and say we yeah. apologize for oh my god, graphic use of women and you know yeah. different culture and all that. The, it's not uh, get into that. Well, the the. The network played it, but it was was it it was available as a normal pay per view. I think it was available in Saudi Arabia, like on Saudi Arabia. Because it's kind of blasphemous to even be getting the WWE network. There's all kinds of women no, I don't scantily you, clad I, on the network. That I'm you pretty can sure see. you can't get the network over there. Okay, I think this was something that was shown on like network TV over there. Did it upset you that they did this show in Saudi Arabia? Apparently, a lot of people they had the option to not even go to the show if yes. they disagreed. Sami Zayn didn't go. Which kind of makes sense now because he has relatives from uh, Syria. Mm-hmm. There was a few other people I, I forgot who said they didn't go. I was kind of surprised um, Paul Heyman was there. Okay, didn't they have the Iranian guys from 205? Yeah. So that happened. And as soon as he they walked out, I'm like, there is no way. So this is the... I don't think people realize this. This is the capital of Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. They're in active conflict with Syria. And he just marched a flag into the middle of the capital of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Now he's getting death threats and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because this was a... I don't... Who approved that? That was the only time in the whole entire thing I was like, this is really... This is not only just stupid. It's super dangerous. It's a weird... For... I don't understand the world. <laughs> because because this is why. If you ask... The, the most common sentence associated with professional wrestling. And I would say this globally. Is the sentence wrestling is fake? Would you agree? Most people seem to be obsessed with reminding everyone this knowledge. No one ever reminds me that movies are fake, but they will constantly remind me that wrestling is fake. And yet, the second anybody does anything, like I mean, I I guess a couple of times people did it in Game of Thrones, but villains are villains and they do bad things but the second they do it people are so offended that this heel character did this thing when they're not a real that's not a real you know they're they're doing that on purpose normally i would agree with you but when you have things that can actually cause another country to attack another country because that's that's how serious the syrian and saudi arabia thing is Two, well, I don't remember two thoughts should have been thrown into it it wasn't the syrian flag that they brought into the yes it sure was 
Are you sh- positive yeah, about that? One hundred percent. Okay. See, I don't have the resources right now to to check on no, that. No, you don't. Google like me. That. Go look that up. So I might be wrong. See, I but didn't I'm process not, that. I'm I don't right. think that that's true. Though. I saw the flag instantly, and I was like, "That's really dumb." So you're just familiar with the Syrian yeah. flag and all this stuff. You yes. keep up with the, you the know, political current events and all those climate things. and the Middle okay. East. Yes, all I do. Right. Thank okay. you. All right. It kind of affects, it, it kind of affects all of us. Maybe you should get out of wrestling and you know educate yourself. Well, I always try to broach the uh, subject of us talking about other things. You always tell me that the only thing I'm good for is talking about wrestling. So that's it. I got to keep up with that. I don't have time. That's what you get paid for. what I get paid for. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break. And we're going to come back and give our picks for Backlash. Backlash. Um, hopefully, it'll be a better pay-per-view. You convinced me that uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble is bad now. Yeah. Thanks. You're Appreciate it. This, oh, you won the this, belt, too. Just because... I retained of, the belt. Even though it's crap, because Roman should have won. But His feet did hit the ground, but the referee declared that Brock Lesnar was the winner, which so, means that I'm the winner. So, Roman, that's all that matters. We, we actually picked Take it up with Chad every Patton. single... I think we only missed like three or four. Uh, Maybe two wins because we thought this was going to be you oh, know yeah, a should. show that mattered and oh, it wasn't. Mind. We all suck. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about backlash and give our picks for a backlash. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And we're back. Uh, we're going to do our picks for Backlash, which is yet another pay-per-view and the third one of this month, pretty much. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> we had WrestleMania, we had the Greatest World Rumble, and we have Backlash. And it feels like it, all and this just happened. And then in there, they also had the shake-up. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been a Raw lot of and SmackDown stuff. stuff. There's been so much going on that I almost feel like it's too much. Yeah. I haven't had there's nothing not much, has settled yet. Nothing. What is going on with Bobby Lashley? You know? There's some, like, I haven't. There's too much, nothing to saturate. I already feel like Daniel Bryan's just kind of there. And it's not that he's just there. It's that there's so much going on. They have the time to be able to build him up. I know him. Because his chest was destroyed. (laughs) Got a chest infection. That's what they they gave him. That's what they told him he wasn't cleared for. Like, that was another thing about the the Greatest Royal Rumble is that he entered number one. And I thought, okay, awesome. Hopefully he'll be there for the whole match, which he was. Mm -hmm. And I still, like, and again, I knew that he didn't win. So maybe if I had known that, I would have rooted for him. I did think it was cool that you, even though neither of us picked Braun, Kevin and Jericho and Daniel, all yeah. the guys that we did think were were there at the end. But it's another thing where I, it's like you saw the stuff with Cass and the midget on mm-hmm. SmackDown. The little person. The little person. Thank you. Watch yourself. Oh, speaking of, that was the biggest thing that happened at the Royal Rumble. Hornswoggle came back. 
Was that the biggest thing that happened? And he never got eliminated. You're not even no pun. He didn't get eliminated. He went underneath the bottom rope. That's okay. When he went to in the 2008 Royal Rumble, the whole you remember when Curtis Axel was doing that whole thing about how he never got eliminated. eliminated, Yeah, that kind of thing has happened maybe seven or eight times. He's just the only person who ever turned it into a gimmick. You know who? I'm not kidding. It happens all the time, and I don't know why. No, why it's so simple to just go over the top rope. I saw it instantly when it happened when he got eliminated. I was like, well, he never went out. And then the only other person I seen talk about it was Cody Rhodes on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) So they um. I remember they did do it to Maven, which ironically was not that because Maven got thrown out of the ring when he eliminated the Undertaker in 2002 or whenever mm-hmm. it was. And then Undertaker threw him back in the ring to specifically throw him over the top rope, which I guess the announcers didn't observe because then they kept saying that they don't think that Maven technically was eliminated. But there have been a lot of guys that got beat up on the way to the ring or just never entered. Hornswoggle got put in and then Finley interfered in 2008. And then just took him by the hand, and they just left. So technically, Hornswoggle has won two Royal Rumbles, if you count in the sense that they just said that they were... they were. Though, I guess those Rumbles are still going on, because I don't think... Unless Braun Strowman went over the top rope as he left the ring, that would be an elimination. I think he does go or over the top rope. Or is it that Braun... So then that one's uh, over, and, oh, and technically Hornswoggle won. So anyway, we're going to go... That's why the belt was green. Picks. They messed up. It was, just a bl- it was just a whole botch. Cub Backlash, which is... In an interesting pay-per-view. It's our is first it? pay-per-view that's co-branded uh, for now on. It's not our first pay-per-view, obviously, but, but I was say, they're I all going to be co-branded from now on. I don't. I think it's weird that they started this promotion of get ready because starting with Backlash, all the pay-per-views are going to be both branded, even though WrestleMania was both brands yeah, and the greatest Royal Rumble was also both brands. Um, but for now on, obviously, it's going to be co-branded. What stands out to me, because now I'm looking at the, the list, None of the tag teams are on here. No, that uh, Coach pointed out is that with that, it means that people are going to be fighting for space on the card ah, yeah, more. True. It's going to be a bigger deal. Because, so you're not going to see everybody on every pay-per-view. Because it's not going to be twice as many matches on every show, which is going to still going to be a seven or eight match card. That's actually true. I didn't so even think about that. It'll be ha- and if they do half and half. When they did it back in 2007, they had ECW, but that usually only meant like an ECW title match. Hardcore match, yeah. And then seven or eight other SmackDown Raw. And then a lot of times it was mostly like, it was like six Raw matches and two SmackDown matches, like the world title and some odd person. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually very Raw heavy. Hopefully it won't be like that now. All right, let's go Especially ahead and... if uh, Braun's not going to be on all of them. Because you need a, I assume this w- the, Smack, the WWE Championship will probably be the main event of the show. You the, think, uh, yeah, I guess I, I would imagine it AJ would be. and. I hope and, it's not Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. It might be. Well, the way they did it on Raw is that Roman came out and said, I should be champion. And then Jinder and Kevin and Sammy came out to fight over who got the chance to fight Roman Reigns. Yeah, that was weird. For no reason. I just thought it was because they were all Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it is why, even though the, everyone still booed Jinder. They which cheered him whenever he was the only one out there because it was against Roman. Uh-huh. But as soon as everybody realized, oh, we can cheer for Sammy and Kevin, they yeah. stopped cheering for uh, Gender. They exploded for Sammy's name. Yeah, it was kind of like, crazy. I mean, they exploded for Kevin. Kevin almost got emotional because it's weird when because they both get cheered anyway. Yeah, which I did want. I wasn't. I wanted to talk to you about that in the sense that do we want heels? What is a heel anymore? Because I, I don't mean bad guys and good guys. The baby face, in terms of how the, the match is supposed to work, is the baby face is the guy the audience is supposed to want to win. The heel is, his job is to make you want to watch 
the baby face win. That's all it means. So does that mean that Roman Reigns officially is a heel? Because no one wants to see him win, and all he does is make people want to f- root for the other guy. Is, right? Is, is, uh... He's not a bad guy, but he is a heel. Finn Balor a bad guy now? No, I don't think so. I think they are. He's tur- shady. I think he's, he's villainous. I think he's, they're he's, turning him into. He's turning into a villain, but that does not make him a heel. Is what I'm saying is that uh, do we need to start redefining the well, way so, we use yeah, the yeah. terms heels and babyface? I see what you're saying because right now, as you say all that, then Roman's a heel. They're yeah. bo- they're booing him. But that's everybody's argument in the first place. If you turn him a heel, everybody's just going to start cheering him. Exactly. What would be the point? Exactly. It's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are arguably two of the bigger heels in the company, but are they because people cheer for them? I, and that's what I'm saying. Is it's it's weird, you know? All right. Jinder Mahal is arguably a great heel because yeah, no yeah, one actually, cheers for him. Yeah, people they, always they boo, boo him. him. So I don't know. Yeah, let's get into our picks. Into our picks. Yeah. U.S. champion Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Hardy versus Randy Orton. People always cheer. I mean, when he was on drugs and he tried to go being Ring of Honor, people didn't cheer for him. They booed him pretty hard. Yeah. And in TNA. But in WWE terms, he's None always... None of that stuff cheered, ever happened. Which is crazy. Jeff Hardy is, what, in his 40s... Yeah, and is still r- doing the exact same gimmick that he did. Yes. when he was like he in his twenties, dresses like I did in the nineties, and nobody cares. Nope. He is one of the. I'm gonna go on record and say one of the worst main event promo guys I've ever seen. Yes, and yet nobody cares. Nope. Is that charisma? I mean, I remember seeing an interview with William Regal saying that he doesn't really think of it as charisma. That's not what it is. There's something there that makes you. Just endeared to Jeff Hardy, and I don't know what it is. I don't know. My brother loves Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I like Jeff Hardy too. I've always liked Jeff. Hardy. I like him, but I like Matt better now. Wow, now, God. but yeah, I did like Matt and Bray's weird history <sighs> picture the, thing that, on Raw. That was I want, great. I want a whole TV show of just that. Oh my God! Them yeah. like time hopping through history yeah. and dealing with things. Are you like, ready? All like Forrest Gump style, and then they'll just do another deletion at WrestleMania next yeah, year. I'm you think the tag it. team match? Do you think their their team will? How long do you think they'll last as a team? This I is, think it, I think it'd be at least six months. How long before Jeff Hardy uh, is in a main event championship program on SmackDown? SmackDown is so great right now. Did you watch SmackDown this week? I did because this week SmackDown was not the best show. It was very. It was a lot of promos, but it just felt like a bigger show to me. It did because of the way SmackDown feels like it's just they do have a lot of guys. But like if I told you in a couple months that Sheldon Benjamin was going to get a legit championship match feud you'd believe it yeah on raw you're like there's some guys that will get them and some guys that won't regardless of what they do on smackdown it always feels like it really does feel like the land of opportunity not because of what they say but because that's where general hall got to be champion and he's not going to be champion on monday night raw you know uh who do you got was this oh jeff and randy i think i'm picking jeff okay mostly because he just got the belt and i don't i like randy orton and everything mm-hmm he is boring when he has the belt. Randy Orton is always a boring champion. Yeah, he he. Ha- I was I was about to say he's never really had a really long reign, but that's not true. He's had a couple yeah, of long has. reigns. They just weren't very yeah, interesting. It's not interesting. Um, and he gets very kind of complacent. I guess what it is. He is more interesting when he's and chasing. And you start the getting those promos where it looks like he's just reading, or he yeah. sounds like he's reading off a teleprompter. Yeah, I did. Which I is mean, not. He's not doing right now, by the way. To go back a really long time. I became a big fan of Randy Orton in his first Intercontinental Championship reign back in 2004. He was champion for almost that entire year. And all of those matches, that includes his match with Mick Foley where he fell in the thumbtacks and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like him as a U.S. I like him in the mid-card. I think he's he works better there. But I also don't think this is the last match between Jeff and Randy Orton. I think this is going to be 
a three show, if not more, kind of feud. No holds barred, ambulance match, stupid thing at Extreme Rules or whatever that is. So, all right, uh, Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley for some strange reason what, uh, yeah, against it, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They did this on Raw two weeks ago. They won easily. Then they added Roman this week against, and then added Jinder again. Won easily. Are they going to turn this into? I don't. I don't know where this is going. It's not going anywhere. I guess is the problem. I think this is. I think it's what you said earlier while we're. I think well, before we start recording, what I think the- this has to do with Kevin Owens and Sammy. Because if it's not them just getting the shit kicked out of them every week, like I think it's going to happen. This because week. of Kurt Angle, because of the rift between... Exactly. Yeah. Like, Kurt doesn't yeah. want them, so he's just going to put his two, up two guys ring. against them and beat them down. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously, I think this is setting up uh, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman down the road. I would imagine. I mean, I guess. I don't even want to... Do you want to see that match? I... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I like Bobby Lashley, but Bobby Lashley is performing exactly as I expected him to. Yeah, there's some reason I in my head I thought he was really good, and he's not bad. I mean, when I say that, but I thought he was like really good. And now I've been going back and watching a bunch of his matches, and I'm like, why did I think Bobby Lashley was really good? I and mean, he's not bad, but he's no, like not... again, he's not really bad. But there's something about his detractors him... have their reasons. You know? Yeah, there's um, a lot of people that don't like him. That being said, I'm picking Braun and uh, Lashley. Yeah, I feel like that's the obvious. It's a weird thing where if this opens the show, that's definitely what's happening. Yeah, agreed. If there's some long-winded five-minute backstage promo where Kevin and Sammy get in Kurt's face. It could be Kevin and Sammy in that sense. And I don't like matches where it's like, I don't like making predictions on matches that determine weird story booking that may or may not exist. So I'll go with Braun and, and Lashley as well. Even though it's just, I love, I don't really even care that Sammy and Zayn and Kevin Owens get are getting beat up. Because, yeah, I don't care. Because I like their gimmick of complaining. It's not fair yeah. and they're complaining. But it's just, again, this feels like a placeholder. Like, this could be like a number one contenders match for the tag titles. There could be all kinds of things they could have put on this. And it just kind of feels just there. Next is Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I know that after he got cleared, I knew the first two matches I wanted was I wanted him to team with Shane McMahon and have half the match not be wrestling. And then on the next show, I wanted him to be in a Royal Rumble, but then not win. And then the next show, I wanted him to wrestle Big Cass after being called, you know, a loser because he wasn't as big as Big Cass. I, I love know. it. I love so, how they've been using him lately. Obviously, you and everybody else, by the way. <laughs> this is exactly how Daniel Bryan is going to be used. I know. Big Cass is coming back into the company. He needs a big feud to get into. What's the biggest feud they can put him in right now? Obviously, is Daniel Bryan since he's mm-hmm. just freshly returned. He'll make him look good. I like the big man versus little man dynamic that Daniel Especially Bryan Especially with Daniel Bryan, yeah, yeah. Particularly Daniel Bryan. I'm not sure how strong... I mean, the only stuff we've really seen with Big Cass as a singles guy was with the Big Show, which is not a good and test some, to see Some Enzo quality. matches, which is not, also Again, not, not a big, so, good test. Know. So, he's getting good heat. No one really likes him. I don't know if it's the right kind of heat. Again, it's... He's getting They don't heat, like no. him and people, people want don't to cheer like for the him. other guy. Yeah. It's just, I think the idea of trying to put Daniel Bryan back in that position where he'll... He'll be over no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the idea of putting him where the, he's not being treated, he's not being put into the main event spotlight can is what he was doing before. Even whether or not that's where he should have been or if it was just, you know, real life mirroring storyline, vice versa. And it could be built to him having, you know, I want, you know, I think we the money feud is Daniel Bryan 
versus The Miz, which I just saw him talking about how he rewatched that match of his like on the original NXT, and that was eight years ago. That's crazy. And that's how long ago that feud started, him and Daniel Bryan and The Miz. And the, and he was like, I can't believe that eight years later, people still like want to see that match. And, you know, Miz came out on Miz TV and said that he was banned from all future Miz TV. So which I is guess, pretty sad. You know, which, I mean, you know, they can build it to a SummerSlam or WrestleMania. I still think that Miz is good enough and strong enough that they need to have him, like, win money. My, he's my pick to win money in the bank. Nice. Uh, if he's even in it. And not someone like Big Cass. Nope. Uh, write it down right now. Yeah. He's your pick. Okay. Uh, so I am picking Big Cass on this. Okay. That's a lofty choice. I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan. I uh, think it's it's obvious that they want to build up Big Cass. And I also don't think that this match... I feel like it's going to be one of those things where Daniel, where Cass will dominate Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan's got his lacerations on his chest. Mm-hmm. and But then Daniel Bryan will pick a win, pull a win out of nowhere. And then yeah, Cass but, will beat him down so bad that it'll demand another match. And then Cass will win that match. Yeah, that that, that can make that sense, kind too. Of thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you go as the, 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 that doesn't happen, Cass loses his first match back yeah. with WWE after being gone for almost a year. Yeah. Him going over Daniel Bryan puts credibility to him. So I, I, can see it, uh, I can see it go both it's, ways. It's, the problem with having such competitive matches is it always leads to people complaining because if you have two matches where you want both guys to win, one of those guys is going to lose. Mm-hmm. And you're going to complain no matter what because either Daniel Bryan is going to take a loss which you can be like, well, what are they doing with Daniel Bryan? But then if he wins, then you go, well, what are they doing with Big Cass? They bring him back to have this whole feud, and then he loses right off the bat. Yeah. So you can look at it as a lose-lose. I think of it in terms of this is also probably going to build story. toward yeah. another thing. Yeah. SmackDown Women's Champion uh, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. See, now this, I like the, I guess, I wasn't even, I'm not even sure. I guess I like the, the pairing of Carmella with the Iconics. I like the Iconics. I don't I like that either, they're annoying. Either one of them need each other now. The Iconics? The Iconics are... Oh, Carmella. they don't need to be merged with... But, I mean, SmackDown keeps doing this where they have... They have to team up They have all to the team girls, up with everyone because they want to put everybody on, which I don't like that. But if they're going to do it, I like Carmella with the Iconics more than I ever liked Natalia, Tamina, and, you know, Carmella and, and Lana, the welcoming committee. Way better than the welcoming committee. Speaking of, I... I I almost turned off SmackDown this week. I just realized that. Why? Because are they just not going to let Lana have the accent anymore? Oh, did you just observe? Yeah, I. A couple of people were like that. It was kind of a week that they're fading it out. You know that that's not her real. That she doesn't really have that accent. Okay. And they talk about it on, so I'm on gonna, Total I'm gonna go Divas often enough. Two ways on this. Yeah, I completely understand that uh-huh. she. That's not her real accent. I've seen her family. That's yeah. from like Redneckville. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's not. That. But I choose to ignore that part of my mm-hmm. brain yeah. and pretend she's Russian all the time in my fantasies. So it hurts. And now they are screwing up all my fantasies. Well, you can still have that fantasy. No. Nope. Leave if the dreams alone. watch her every single week was that weird... Fa- That's not even her real accent right there. Well, I've so heard her talk, be, she's really. She might be phasing it out. I didn't even really notice it. Oh, I only noticed well, it after noticed all it the people got so upset about it. After. I was just, I was more caught up with at the excitement that they're finally putting her back with Rusev. I noticed And it I don't instantly. even care about the, what are they messing with Rusev, taking Aiden English away, blah, blah, blah. Again, I've said this, like, WWE has this weird defeatist, like, if he's really over, they can take him away and he'll still be over, which I think he will. 
But Lana with Rusev is way better than Lana and, and Rusev not being together. I think they would work with the three of them. I don't think they need to. And I think they will do that for a while. They'll build to like a tense where they'll be together kind of sewing the, the yeah, long We'll get an eight English and Rusev feud. feud. Yeah, because everybody wants for. that. Sure, but, Carmella, I pick Carmella to keep the belt. She just okay. got it. Uh, it, I think it's easier for uh, Asuka to get the belt off the Carmella than it is Charlotte. Well, the thing is, is that you keep building up Asuka. And yes. I like Asuka a lot. And they can do Asuka again versus... I think there's money in the rematch between Charlotte and Asuka. Agreed. The long-term booking, which you know is, exists, and however long-term booking they're doing, is that it's going to be Ronda Rousey against... Somebody at WrestleMania next year. I assume it's not going to be Stephanie McMahon. I'd like to think it'll be against one of their top... I mean, you could turn Sasha Banks heel and have Sasha Banks align with Stephanie McMahon and have her be her champion against Ronda Rousey. But obviously, I think the the seeds are built for a Ronda Rousey-Charlotte match after Charlotte beat her. Yeah. And, you know, like, Carmella's only been champion for a little while and it won't do her any good... I guess if she lost it really quick, but I also don't think that the, I don't like all the best people on the babyface team just like hanging around while Carmella runs around with the belt. That bothers me. So I want Charlotte to win, but that doesn't mean that I think she's going to win. I'm going to pick Charlotte. Okay. I'm going to say Charlotte's going to get it back. Uh, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, Raw Women's Champion. All right. How do you feel about the Alexa Bliss vignette packages? I think I, I thought they're hilarious. I'm yeah. picking Bliss now. Yeah, I was gonna pick Bliss too. The the Nia Jax is the dominant champion has not really felt like it really matters much. So, but it's also I think Ronda Rousey's gonna beat somebody for the belt. And yeah, it's, and it should be. And um, on top of that, Nia Jax has now walked to the ring twice without the belt. So I forgot she even. No, had she walks the belt. it out with it, but then she drops it. She I mean, drops it on the ramp. Sure, I don't care. Yeah, I saw her without it. Yeah. So, well, right now there are a lot of. Baby faces on Raw, not a lot of heels. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, that's not true. They have the Riot Squad, but I just yeah, I forgot. About Sarah that. Logan and Liv Morgan aren't getting title shots anytime soon. So there's no. really, it's really just Ruby Riot, uh, Alexa Bliss, and I guess Mickey James. But again, Mickey James is never going to be considered a credible challenger either. So it makes sense for them to put it on Bliss, just because she can challenge more people. Mm-hmm. But then she's also already wrestled all of them already. They need to just do the switch and put the belt on Sasha Banks and have her turn heel and just have her fight everybody. I don't understand the problem with what because they can you can tell that she's the workhorse of the division. Mm-hmm. They put a lot on her. I don't know. I'm gonna pick Bliss. Miz versus Seth Rollins for an Intercontinental Champion. Why is this match happening? I don't know. This seems like a, this is a, a, I'm picking Seth Rollins obviously on this. Miz is staying on SmackDown. They want Miz on SmackDown. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he can't bring the IC title. Yeah, back but to then both the belts would be on uh, SmackDown, and that they're not going to do that. I assume they're not going to do that, but it's it, it, that doesn't make any sense. It, I mean, they could have if they were going to do the switch, they could have done it at the Greatest, Greatest Royal Rumble, Rumble, yeah, which they didn't do. They which didn't. we both predicted was going to happen. I picked. We I picked was Miz super surprised there. when it didn't happen, and that Jinder would bring the U.S. title back to, to Raw, so that he could win it at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canadian guy. The thing about if Miz wins the IC title back is, what are they doing with the Miz? I think the Miz, again, will be trying to, if he doesn't win it, then he'll do what? What is the next thing for the Miz? That's what's interesting, but it's like Raw happens where you kind of connect the pieces where a SmackDown, I have no idea what's going to happen on There's SmackDown. There's so much stuff that and can that happen is an, on how, That's so exciting to me that next week's SmackDown after Backlash is over, I have no idea what's going to happen. Other than, I assume Jeff 
and Randy Orton will keep fighting each other. Yeah. Is Nakamura going to be champion? If AJ's not still champion, is he going to keep fighting Nakamura? Will Miz get in there to fight AJ? Is Samoa Joe going to fight AJ? All these kind, you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a lot of the mid card can blend in with the the the, the main event more Easily. on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. So again, that seems to make it obvious that Rollins will retain the IC title um, and then feud with I guess a heel Finn Balor. Let's go as yeah. Actually, I think that's what. Which I think happen. it'll be awesome. Yeah. I actually think it'd be it, it'll be lame in at first, but I think it, they could make it work. I'd love for Bo Dallas and Chris actually to actually end up joining with Finn, but Finn to turn heel and have cronies. Sure, as their own. <laughs> I actually want that. To like, happen. does it like it seems stupid, but it's like no, that could work. That, that, could, that work. could work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe in just a match, I mean, a grudge match. Well, no, Roman's the rightful Universal Champion, yeah, so now the build is. He's. It's like when you fight Roman, it's like fighting the Universal Champion, uh, right? Dog. That's how they built it up. Uh, I'm picking Roman on this because two reasons. I pick Roman for every pay per view, uh-huh. and I actually think he's gonna win this. So Roman is a big he, loser, yeah. and he's gonna lose again. I'm picking Samoa Joe. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe, you think it's gonna be a credible like just he's gonna win straight up? Yeah. Really? I think that. I mean, it might be like one of those like Pat Joe, like Joe passes out, so he never actually taps out, but he goes to sleep and like the Kikita clutch. Uh, but I think did you just called Roman Joe. No, did I? Yeah. Well, that's I his think... real, that's his real name. Oh, but... God. Okay, so they had their IC. Is that weird that he's fighting a guy named Joe? Even that there's two, the, there's two, two Samoans. No, it's the, two Joes. It's two Joes. Yeah, and they're both Samoans. Two average Joes. The they had their IC title feud at the end slash beginning of the year, which Roman won. Because so he already a, has that a, was a placeholder for Miz, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, and then they had a couple of things last last year where Joe has typically had Roman's number. They haven't built it up in the way where they said that you've never beaten me, which is the one thing that would make you know that then He's Roman gonna, would yeah. win. The story is that Roman can't get it together, and I think that that's going to build towards something that doesn't necessarily mean a heel turn. I think it might lead to a weird. Roman loses it and starts beating the crap out of people post match using all weapons the, all, all the this kind of what he did yeah. on Triple H yeah, a few lot, years ago yeah. uh, that kind of thing when Roman was the most over uh, I think Dean Ambrose needs to come back soon and I think the most natural thing for him to do when he comes back other than fighting Seth for the icy title the most interesting thing is for him to get into a feud with Roman Reigns even if it's a baby baby thing where he gets in his face and he's like what's wrong with you man someone needs to light a fire under you and they just get into like a brotherly kind of fight kind of thing i don't know and then they're friends after you know but it's just the fact that no matter what happens after this match joe's going to his own brand and roman's going to his exactly roman does not need the momentum roman can lose and still be okay apparently because he just lost two universal title fights and still everyone on raw wants to come out and fight roman reigns like he's the guy to beat even though he keeps getting beat so why not let joe beat him too so i'm picking joe okay and samoa joe not joe not joe aka roman Reigns. okay gotcha uh, AJ Styles and Nakamura in a no disqualification match for the WWE champion. Now this has yep. clearly got to be where he wears the metal cup, right? <laughs> it, it seems like it seems stupid, it's, but the second I thought of it, it's like it has to end that way. It's so, got to end where he hits him and then he and hurts, hurts his, his arm. arm. But then I can't see in a PG world where AJ reveals that he's wearing, wearing that unless he pulls it out. I mean, like, that seems very inappropriate. No, he can pull it out from the top of his pants. And but I mean, is it. that okay? Yeah, how would it's you, a cup. How Why would not? you do that, though? 
You just reach in his pants and grab it out. But that does—that's very inappropriate. You no, can't be not. pulling things out of your pants. No, I think that's completely fine. Right. I do think that's going to happen. I—I I think that'd be hilarious if that happened. Nakamura's done hit him in the nuts like nine times now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I every—you would think every would show every—you would think it gets old. It hasn't got old for me yet. Every single time. The faces that he was making at the end of, or not the end of SmackDown, but the end of his segment with AJ uh-huh. on SmackDown this week were amazing. Yes. Nakamura. It's, it's borderline, un, un, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. You know. I love heel Nakamura. Yes. I, it's it's the best thing that's on SmackDown right now. Again, that's weird though. Like I know. Well, like, when you watch Star Wars and Darth Vader was fighting Luke Skywalker, uh-huh. Luke Skywalker was the hero. Darth oh. Vader is one of my favorite... I'm saying this because Darth Vader is one of my favorite all-time characters of all time. Okay. But I never found myself wanting him to, like, beat Luke. You know? Like, I'm always like, I love him, but obviously I still want the good guy to win. Okay. Is Nakamura getting to that point where he's a heel and he's doing a great heel, but then... Are you now then cheering? Like, do you want Nakamura to win the WWE Championship? Of obviously, of right? Of course. So then is he really being a good heel? Because you don't want him to win the uh, WWE so we, Championship. So we've had this conversation over and over again on this podcast healing face doesn't mean a goddamn thing anymore yeah but i don't like that though well then go back in time and go watch wrestling go 20 years time. ago i will go back in time i'll get my time machine i'll get my time stone uh, uh i'm picking i'm picking nakamura okay um i, I that's it, the third time in a row that you picked nakamura, nakamura. Yeah. and one of these times I or have to shin right. as michael cole calls him oh, god, god if he ever goes yeah. to raw so <laughs> the i i this is the third time they had a match. The first one, AJ wins flat out. Then you had the heel turn. Um, the one at the Greatest Royal Rumble went to a, a double count out for mm-hmm. some strange reason. And this one will be no count outs, no, no disqualifications. Count out, no disqualification. There must be a winner. And then that, the no qualification thing, I think, lends more to the heel side because they can go off a little bit more dirty. He can him and his nuts over and over again. I mean, that's his finishing move right now. But it also it goes in there that he can hit him in his nuts, and obviously AJ can turn it around. They... But the question is, because you already picked Nakamura, yes. which I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm not changing anyway. But Nakamura wins. Okay, let's say he wins the championship. Then SmackDown happens. What happens next? No idea. Who is the next challenger? Because AJ doesn't go away from that point, you know? Doesn't this, does this feel like the blow off or does it feel like it's not the blow off? I don't know. Because the blow off doesn't necessarily mean that. Like, do you think it's worth him to have a championship if then AJ is going to win it back from him? It can happen down the road. I mean, this can be an ongoing thing. But I mean, like, I'm just saying. I I know what you're saying. Like, do you, is AJ going to lose the belt just so he can win it back again a little bit down the road? I mean, because you can have Nakamura, and then you can have him fight Jeff Hardy, or mm. you can have him fight Randy Orton. You can have him fight almost everybody on SmackDown. We just talked about that. Like I mean, who? Daniel Bryan can go into oh, this. Oh, yeah, he I could mean, fight Daniel Bryan. Cass can go into this. Well, not if, no, you can't do a heel-heel thing. You're not going to, no, they're never going to book that. a heel-heel. Yeah, that's that's the that. problem. See, when yeah. you have a babyface champion, you can always do baby versus baby. Even if it doesn't work out, as it showed at WrestleMania, the Nakamura as a heel versus AJ is way better than when they were both good guys. Yeah. But you can still do it. You're never going to do a show You're right. where it's heels versus heels. And there does it does feel like there are a lot of heels on SmackDown more than there are baby faces, I guess. Well, The Miz, and you've got Jismojo and Nakamura, it, but then, and Sheldon Benjamin. Baby, oh, well, I still think that they need to break up the New Day. Not break up the New Day, but I think. Why? What is that? What, what does that help? Breaking up the new day. Biggie can become WWE champion. That's never gonna happen. 
You don't think Big E's no. ever going to be WWE Not champion? At all. I, I think that he was been he's born to be WWE no, champion. I, if they were going to do that, they would have done it right after um, uh, Raymond Noodle, Dolph Ziggler bodyguard thing that they were doing no, was a, no i don't know i think so I, I think the time for any of those guys to be, be, what would you think that do you so you just think the new day is either one of two things you the new day are going to retire together or they're going to break so. up they're going to retire together that'd be the first time that's ever happened no, well sure that's fine the young bucks are already claiming that they're going to be the first team to never break up and they're already teasing that they're going to break up. yeah and, and you always forget that they broke up in tna i mean yeah so. well that's generation me that's not the that's same true thing. that's true the, <laughs> uh so who you I, got on this uh i'm gonna go with aj really okay. i'm picking aj because i think that the next feud is him against samoa joe uh this is true this is true I think that's samoa joe coming be. out this week speaking of tna the yeah, uh, yeah exactly the, uh, uh, Do they have I, I matches together? Yeah, they had a lot of great matches. I mean, the 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 archetype of TNA wrestling is the X Division match between Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and Christopher Daniels. Oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I have seen that. So okay. they have that match and the rematch are both five star to four blah 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 Meltzer rated kind oh of God. matches. Yeah, but no Samoa Joe's stuff with the X Division always revolved around him and AJ Styles. With Christopher Daniels in there a lot too. Yeah, I forget about that. Um, which was really good. It was so long ago. It's, yeah. it's easy to for, to uh, forget about it. They've gone through so much since then. That's why when uh, Smojo had his uh, his ball chain necklace. Yeah, I remember that and all that stuff. Yeah, he was a, he was a baby back then. Oh yeah, the I love Smojo. I do He's too. so intimidating now. He's not as quick as he used to be, but I like him as a character now more than I've ever liked him. He's more intimidating now than ever. When he comes out, just this it's week believable. when you hear his music play it. You know, like people, you could tell there was money in the AJ versus Mojo just based on when he interrupted him this week. That I'm like, I'm already like, yes, do that. That'll be awesome. AJ's gonna win. God damn it. He might not though, because then that because that's again, that's what's so awesome about SmackDown is because then you go, well, then what's Nakamura gonna do? Well, right. then, and if you keep going that, then what are these other guys gonna do? And I, but I love that about what's happened with that shakeup on SmackDown is that there's so many possibilities. So anyway, those are our picks. Um, if you want to give us your picks, leave them on the Facebook page for Nerds of the Square Circle or write them in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Or you can listen to us on SoundCloud. The podcast actually gets posted there the day before. If you're, uh, you can leave us a thumbs up there or write something in the comment section. Uh, we have been your hosts. We'll see you next Friday. Um, unless we don't. Unless we won't we don't. see them at all. I never see any of our listeners. I know you always point that out. I, 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 I pretend like I see the audience. It's because we don't know what, you don't know what to say. Like, we'll, you'll listen to us next week. You'll listen, make sure you listen to us next week. You'll hear us and we won't hear you at all next week. Unless you send in a voicemail. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Email it to us. I don't know what the verbiage is. People still say I taped that episode and no one's using tape to do anything anymore. So. We'll see you next week. We need, we need, we <laughs> Goodbye. Need Bye.